Hello, welcome to Plants for the People, People for the Plants. I'm your host, Olivia Birch, and today I'm going to talk about herbal first aid. Often I highlight an herb who has wonderful qualities and can perform a multitude of functions in our bodies dependent on the situation. And often those applications are for bigger, long-standing imbalances. These things are wonderful to know, but take a level of background understanding to apply well. First aid situations are ones all of us find ourselves in throughout our lifetime. Therefore, all of us have experience with them, and thus herbal first aid is something all of us can learn. Today I am gathering my information from a packet my teacher, Erica Fargioni, put together for one of the classes in the program I did with her at Minneapolis College. I would like to thank her for putting together such a supreme resource and for sharing it with as many as she can. I will include many of her words in this episode. She points out that the first aid kits we find in stores have things like bandages, gauze, scissors, tape, topical antibiotics, maybe some ibuprofen. With plants in our scope of medicine too, we can add a lot to our first aid kit that will encourage strong and rapid healing and alleviate our suffering in supportive ways. Herbs can perform miracles in the eyes of those new and old to herbal medicine. Some considerations for putting together an herbal first aid kit are the herbs you select and the mode of application. Pick herbs that apply to as many possible injuries or situations. Different herbalists prefer different herbs, so keep that in mind. Sometimes we select a plant because it is most convenient, and sometimes we select a plant because it is most suited to that healing situation. Tinctures are handy for first aid because they can be kept in small bottles, they last for years, and they are strong medicine. They can be applied topically and internally. Applying them is quick, and they absorb into our skin much faster than salves. They are available year-round, too. So I tend to keep mostly tinctures on hand. I do like to have a few dried herbs with me for infusions, but those do require more time to prepare, which is just something to keep in mind when putting together a first aid kit of your own. There are many first aid situations and many herbs to fit them. I will address just a few today and others down the line in a different episode. Erica starts with shock and trauma herbs, and I will too. When someone is hurt, they will go into shock, and we, as the assisting party, need to be calm so we can better assist the injured person. A Nervine herb is excellent for both parties. I choose Skullcap. It is good for both adults and children, and it is a bit sedative, soothes our nerves, and reduces our tendency to spasm. Other great choices are elderflower, especially for children under two, and chamomile, which is good for children and adults. Burns are another common first aid situation. One thing to remember with burns is that a salve or oil will only do more damage as immediate aftercare. A first degree burn is red and painful. A second degree burn will also start to blister and a third degree burn will kill the top layer of skin causing an open sore. I prefer to find fresh plant material and apply a poultice if possible. Applying a tincture works very well too. In the warmer months, plantain is my go-to for burns simply because they grow everywhere and I spend a lot of time outside. Aloe is one I have growing in a pot in my home, so I always have some fresh. It is cooling and soothing. Erica recommends bee balm and St. John's wort tinctures together. 
They relieve pain, quickly heal deep and superficial burns, and prevent blistering in cases of second-degree burn. Keep applying these herbs every 10 minutes until your pain diminishes. Sometimes that can be for a while. Cuts and abrasions are unavoidable in life. It isn't summer until you skinned your knees, is what my uncle would say to us as kids. With a cut, we want to stop the bleeding, relieve the pain, and get the wound clean before it gets bandaged. Yarrow is a supreme wound healer. They stop bleeding and pull the lips of the wound together, but not at a dangerous rate. Shepherd's Purse is another good one for stopping bleeding. St. John's Wort eases pain and helps keep wounds clean. Plantain, again, is well-suited because it will pull out debris and help the scab form. Calendula is another that is antimicrobial and has an affinity for skin healing. Maybe a skin knee tells you that it's summertime, but perhaps it's all the bug bites. There are herbs for bug bites and other home remedies too. I'll just say plantain because it can do anything, it seems, when it comes to first aid. Plantain will pull out a bee stinger, which is important to remove to avoid the whole hive coming after you. And they are good for spider and mosquito bites. Both chamomile and fresh turmeric bring relief to itchy bites as well. Baking soda, as well as mud, will pull out a sting if you don't have other herbs on hand. And another good spider bite remedy, especially a gnarly one that might get infected or is infected, is echinacea. All right, folks, I'll stop here for today. We will have to delve into other first aid situations next episode. I hope you all learned something new today. Thank you for listening on WDRT Community Radio. Please contact me with questions or comments at ORP1015 at gmail.com.